Once there was a time when all the elements of earth, sea, and sky lived on the land together in many, many villages. Many years ago, back in the old country, there lived a holy, sweet couple who loved each other so very much. A long time ago, in a village, somewhere in Tamil Nadu, there lived a monkey. There was once a man, tall and handsome, who met a, a woman, beautiful and elegant, and they fell in love with each other. Once upon a time, and welcome to the Story Story Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Ann Harding, and I have some stories for you. This is a podcast to hear traditional stories told by some of the best storytellers in the world. It will take you to long ago and far away, and will bring you back safely. There's an old poem I heard when I was young. It went something like this. Podcast listeners, sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes baby in the baby carriage. If only things were so simple, but then if they were, we wouldn't have so many good stories. Many stories are about finding a mate. Sometimes it's up to the one who wants to get married to find who they want. But in many cases, parents get involved. Antonio Roca, mime artist and storyteller from Brazil, gives us that kind of story. The most powerful being in the world. Once, there was a family of rats. Oh, don't worry, they're forest rats. And when their oldest daughter grew up, her mother said, Well, we should find a husband for our daughter to marry. And her husband said, And he shall be the most powerful being in the world. And so... Both Mr. and Mrs. Rat thought and thought, who could that be, the most powerful being in the world? The sun, they thought. And so they climbed the highest mountain, and from the very top, they waited for the rising sun. Oh, oh, I see it. It's, oh, I see you. Look at the sky. Look at the sky. It's getting all purplish, all, 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 all orangish and, and, and yellowish. And look, look, look. Ooh, 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 I see the tip of the sun. It's coming right over the horizon. Look, look. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh there's half of it. There's half. Oh, there's the whole sun. Look, look at it. Hey, hey, Mr. Mr. Sun, Mr. Sun, down here. Mr. Sun, it's us down here. Mr. Sun, we have a proposal for you, Mr. Sun. We're looking for the most powerful being in the world to marry our daughter. I hope you can hear us, Mr. Sun. Yes, it's the most powerful being in the world to marry our daughter. And since you sit way up in the sky with all your heat and brightness, you must be the one. <laughs> it is very kind of you to think of me that way, dear ones, said the sun. I know I sit way up here in the sky with all my heat and brightness. I know I'm powerful. I can bring day after you've had night. I can heat the earth. But I'm not the one for your daughter. If you're looking for the most powerful one, go and find the cloud. Because the cloud can cover my face any time it wishes. And when it's cloudy, 
I'm not even half as powerful as I am right now. The cloud? Our daughter's gonna marry the cloud? But we can't even hug the cloud. Gee, but you are right. Yeah, when it's cloudy, psst, <laughs> can't see you. That's right. Can't even see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we're gonna go find the cloud, okay, Mr. Sun? Thank you very much. And so Mr. and Mrs. Rat climbed down the mountain, but it was a pretty sunny morning. And they walked and walked and walked, but they could see far away a dark thunderhead moving towards them. Thunder. Lightning. And the thunderhead rolled towards them. And it rained. Oh, uh, 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 Mr. Cloud, uh, you soaking us down here. Mr. Cloud, we have a pro- I can't even talk. <laughs> You're going to drown us down here, Mr. Cloud. We have a pro- we have a proposal. Oh, my goodness. Mr. Cloud, we have a proposal to... Mr. Cloud, will you stop it? Will you take a break from work? Who is interrupting my duty? Wow, that's powerful. It's us down here. The soaked ones. Looking for the most powerful being in the world to marry our daughter. And since you can cover the face of the sun anytime you wish, you must be the one. Will you marry her, please? <laughs> marry your daughter? Of course I can't. I am powerful. I can cause rain to flood and destroy crops and farmlands. I can destroy villages with monsoon rain. I can cover the face of the sun, but I cannot do those things all by myself. I need the help of the wind. If it weren't for the wind, I'd be stuck here forever. It is because of the wind that I can go all over the world. All over. If you're looking for the most powerful being in the world to marry your daughter, I suggest you find the wind. I must resume my duty now. <laughs> oh, soaking rain again. Oh, my goodness. The wind. Our daughter's going to marry the wind. Okay, that's very interesting. We can't even see the wind. How is that going to happen? Huh. My goodness. <laughs> that's interesting. You know, we have a wedding party and people are coming in. Oh, thank you so much for coming to our daughter's wedding. Oh, the groom? Oh, the groom is over there, right next to her. You know, he's the wind. You know, you can't really see him, you know. <laughs> but don't aggravate him. He'll spin you around. <laughs> What kind of a wedding that's going to be? Hmm? But you're right. We better find the wind because the wind blows the cloud to cover the face of the sun. That's right. Hmm. It's not even breezy today. Hmm. And so Mr. and Mrs. Rat 
walked and walked and walked and walked, but they couldn't find the wind. Mr. Wind! They called for the wind. Mr. Wind! Mm. This is going to be hard. Mr. Wind! I hear someone snoring. It must be the wind asleep. So, uh, let's try to wake him up. You listeners can help me too, you know? Just, just, just call the wind with me, okay? Mr. Wind! Mr. Wind! Oh, he's almost awake. Let's try a little bit harder. Mr. Wind! He's going to blow us off the face of the earth. Mr. Wind, slow down. I know you're powerful. I know you're powerful. Just slow down. Slow down. We have a proposal. Wait, wait. Just hold on, dear. Hold on. Hold on. Mr. Wind, will you slow down? We have a proposal. We have a... Oh, that's much better this way. We're looking for the most powerful being in the world to marry our daughter. And since you can blow the cloud to cover the face of the sun, you must be the one. Will you marry her? <laughs> I know I'm powerful. I can spin around in a such tight circle and uproot trees that way. I can wreck houses and twist railroad tracks. They call me Tornado when I'm moody like that. I can also spin around across entire oceans with only one eye. And when I hit the coast, nobody wants to be there. They call me a hurricane when I'm moody like that. But they don't get it. It's all me. It's the wind. Mm. I can also blow the cloud to cover the face of the sun, as you said. But I'm not the one for your daughter. That's because I'm not as powerful as you think. Way deep in the forest of Unzen, there's a statue of the Buddha. And this statue is made out of stone. And it's so heavy I can't even budget. It also has a stone hat, and I can't even shift the hat. So if you're looking for the most powerful being in the world to marry your daughter, I'll suggest you go and talk to the statue of the Buddha. That's the one. A statue? Our daughter's going to marry a statue? Yeah, yeah, if you can't even shift the statue's hat, you're not that powerful. Okay. All right, let's go into the woods now and find the statue. This thing is turning to a quest, you know. 
I thought it was going to be easy to find the most powerful being in the world, but well, 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 let's go into the woods. And so Mr. and Mrs. Rat hiked into the woods, and then they came to a clearing, and there stood the statue of the Buddha. It was massive. They presented their request to the statue, and the statue was very kind to them. Dear ones, I am not the one for your daughter. Be patient. I know that the wind can blow the cloud to cover the face of the sun, but it can't even shift my hat. But underneath my feet, there lives a small creature that one day it will dig and dig and dig the ground from underneath me and will make me fall over and break into a million pieces. That's right. That's the one for your daughter. That's the most powerful being in the world. Go there, dear ones. The entrance is by my front foot. And so Mr. and Mrs. Rat ventured deep into the tunnel. And right there they found the true one, the only one, the most powerful one, to marry their daughter. And it was a rat. The sponsor for the podcast is the hit show Frog Prince. Royalty has returned for another season of One Princess, 100 Frogs. Will she kiss or throw the right amphibian before the clock strikes 12? If she finds the right one, will he pass the test to win her hand? The show will be returning with all the antics of last season and new ones, including iron shoes, glass mountains, and trees bearing golden fruit. Don't miss an episode of this action-packed show to discover who will get there happily ever after and who will never be heard from again. Check with your local storyteller for showtimes. Marrying into fairy tale royalty can be quite a quest. There are things to be killed, objects to obtain, spells to be broken, shoes to wear out. Marrying into folklore has its own issues as well. Lynn Ford, a teller from Columbus, Ohio, has just the tale that proposes being your best self might just get the girl. They say when Rabbit was a young man and was courting Miss Molly, he had a really hard time. See, he would walk up on the front porch and sit down there, and Miss Molly's mama would be sitting in her rocking chair. Sometimes she'd be stitching up a quilt, and sometimes she'd just be drinking a little bit of lemonade, but she would watch over things as was proper. And Rabbit would sit there in the porch swing next to Miss Molly, and he just couldn't think of anything to say to her because she was so cute. He'd giggle, and <laughs> she'd giggle, <laughs> and he'd giggle. <laughs> She'd giggle. <laughs> He'd giggle. <laughs> She'd giggle. <laughs> 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 
Till finally Miss Molly's mama would say, shut up. That's enough of that. Well, this day, that's what was going on. They were just giggling and grinning at one another, and Rabbit was trying to get up the nerve to ask for Miss Molly's hand in marriage when along came Brother Bear. He had the very same idea, and he walked up on that porch, yanked Brother Rabbit up by his ears, threw him down on the ground, blam, and sat down next to Miss Molly. Now, Miss Molly's mama didn't like that any more than she liked all that silly giggling, and she said, well, wait just a minute. What are your intentions? Bear said, well, ma'am, I want to ask if I can marry Miss Molly. And Rabbit jumped up. Whoa, now, wait a minute. That's what I wanted to do, too. I just didn't get around to it yet. Well, Miss Molly's mama said, I'll take care of this. I will settle this situation. Molly, which one of these two do you want to marry? And all Miss Molly said was... (laughs) 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 Miss Molly's mama said, shut up. I'll figure it out. She looked at those two and she said, well, first of all, I got to make sure that you have some kind of brains in your silly heads. So I think we'll have a little competition. We'll have a sing. You two are going to walk away from here, and you're going to make up a song. You're not going to find a song. You're not going to buy a song. You're going to make one up with your own little heads. And then you're going to come back here tomorrow evening. You're going to sing your songs for Molly and me and the whole community. And whichever one sings a song intelligent enough to make others interested in it will be the one to be my son-in-law. And Rabbit said, yes, ma'am. And Bear said, yes, ma'am. And they both walked away from there thinking about the sing the next night. Now, Bear couldn't think of a single thing to sing about. He walked along thinking and couldn't get his brain to working. And as he moved along, he realized he was close to Ms. Mockingbird's home. So he walked up to the tree where Ms. Mockingbird had her nest. And he banged his fist up against the wood, bump, 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 until Ms. Mockingbird stuck her head out of the hole in the tree. He said, uh, Ms. Mockingbird, I need a song. Miss Mockingbird said, well, think of one. I can't think of anything to sing about. Would you give me one of your songs? You got the prettiest songs in the whole community. Could you give me one? Well, I could, said Miss Mockingbird, but then it wouldn't be your song. I already heard about the sing. News travels fast in the air, and I know I'm not supposed to give you a song, so think of one. Well, Bear started shaking that tree and pounding his fist up against the side of it, balamity, 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 shaking that tree so hard, Miss Mockingbird was afraid for her nest. And finally she said, All right, Brother Bear, stop all of this. I will give you a song. And she flew down and whispered something in Brother Bear's ear. Bear said, oh, that's pretty. Thank you. And he walked away, thinking on that song that he'd just stolen. And in the meantime, Rabbit had been moving along, and he had a few ideas, but he was so nervous because he loved little Miss Molly so much, he just couldn't put the ideas together. And he walked up 
to the same tree. Knocked on the side of that tree trunk. Ms. Mockingbird stuck her head out again. She said, now, what do you want? He said, Ms. Mockingbird, I need a little bit of help. I need a song for the sing. Don't tell me anything about it. Think of a song for yourself. Well, Ms. Mockingbird, said Rabbit, I have been thinking on it, and I got some ideas, but I just don't know what to do with them. Ms. Mockingbird said, well, you need to listen to your heart. You need to use your head. Think about all the experience of your life and all the experience of your family, and you'll come up with a song. And that's all she did for Rabbit. And the next evening came. The whole community had gathered around Miss Molly's mama's house. And there was also Reverend Owl, ready to perform the wedding ceremony if a son-in-law was chosen. And Miss Molly was sitting there in her prettiest little pink dress. She'd combed her ears and put a little makeup on her little pink nose. And she was just grinning and giggling. (laughs) And it was time for the sing. Molly's mama said, who wants to go first? And before Rabbit could open his mouth, Bear said, me, because I got the bestest song in the whole wide world. And he stood up proudly in a brand new suit, and he sang the song that he'd taken from Ms. Mockingbird. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet, tweetly, tweet, tweet, tweet. And folks started giggling right along with Miss Molly. <laughs> and some folks just chuckled and grinned. And some fell on the ground and started rolling around laughing and crying at the same time. <laughs> did you hear what he did? <laughs> and he thought that was his song. <laughs> but Miss Molly's mama wasn't smiling at all. She just said, next, and Rabbit stood up in his finest suit, and he began to sing a song that he'd made up himself, a song that came from his experience and the experience of his family. My father ate at the garden gate. My father ate at the garden gate. The rabbits skip, the rabbits hop. The rabbits eat up the turnip tops, Uh uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Well, as he sang his uh uh-huhs, folks started rocking back and forth. They were going uh uh-huh, uh-huh, right along with him. Folks started clapping. Folks got up and started doing a little dancing. Rabbit kept on singing. The rabbits skip, the rabbits hop. The rabbits eat up the turnip tops, uh-huh, uh-huh. The floor started bumping and thumping and jumping in Ms. Molly's mama's house, and folks outside were dancing together in a circle, dancing all around the house, having a wonderful time going, Sing, Brother Rabbit, sing, so you know who won the sing. That night, Under a full moon, Reverend Owl married Rabbit and little Miss Molly, and they went away and made their new home with all the experience that they had and the experience of their families. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Thank you for listening to the Story Story Podcast. Show notes and more information about the storytellers you heard today can be found at storystorypodcast.com forward slash episode 15. Show the love. Find Antonio Roca and Lynn Ford on Facebook. Tell them you heard them on the podcast and now want to hear them tell more stories. In fairy tales, the magic number is three, so I have three things for you to do. One, like and rate the show on iTunes. It helps others find the podcast. Two, join the mailing list. You'll get a link to the podcast delivered to your inbox, plus news and other storytelling-related goodness. Three, consider becoming a supporter. For as little as $4 a month, you help support the podcast and get a story story short, which is just what it sounds like, a short story often recorded by the storyteller just for patrons of the podcast. The short for this episode is by Claire Murphy, who started all the story story shorts business. She is telling a short tale of the Demon King and the Moment of Enlightenment. You can find out how to support the podcast and join the mailing list at storystorypodcast.com and a huge thank you to the ongoing supporters. If you would like to stay connected, you can find me and the podcast on Facebook and Twitter. I post a visual for every fairy tale sponsor, something that is difficult to see via podcast. Let me know the favorite story you've heard or the favorite stories of your childhood. Who knows? Maybe you'll hear them here soon. Now, the next podcast is all about disaster, both averted and unavoidable. I hope you'll join me again. And until then, live happily ever after. The wedding lasted for seven days. I know. I was there. I would cross 27 countries, wear out three pairs of boots, battle two giants and the grandmother of all witches, Baba Yaga, before I was reunited with my frog princess. But that's a story for another time. The last thing he said before he died was a curse on anyone who would dare to go sing with the fairies. Just because a story is strange... Mistake. It can also be true.